This is the little band called Thievery Corporation. Mm. I mean, they're, they're one of the chillest bands ever. And uh, this uh, was the perfect band song for an episode about meditation. Makes sense, right? So, I, I saw Thievery Corporation once live. I went to, uh, oh man, what concert was that with my wife? And she had a really bad migraine. My wife, Nini, she gets bad migraines like in the sun, especially. It was like the middle of summer, and it was like super hot. And um, Ludacris was the headliner. Actually, by the time it, the nighttime rolled around, she was good because she the sun had gone down, so she was cool. And Ludacris was the bomb. But uh, we got there, and Thievery Corporation was playing. And this band is like, there's like there was like 20 people on stage all playing music. I don't know what they were doing, but uh, it was so hot in the blazing sun. She's like, I can't even watch this band. I can't even stand here anymore. And I mean, I agree because I was also hot. And it just reminded me of like, what a bummer, right? You go to see a band that you've always wanted to see. And they're jamming out, and it's so damn hot out. Like, why don't they just hold concerts at night, even festivals? I don't want to go during the day. I'll say it right now. I just don't have any fun. I think concerts are—they're not fun in the daylight. They're not nearly as fun. They can still be a good time, but not nearly as fun. So, if you're gonna go to a festival, go to an overnight one. I'm just—that's it's a strange long rant to start this podcast, but that's where it turned into. So Thievery Corporation, I love to feature my favorite music, and uh, this podcast is going to be just diving into some trippy meditation stuff. Uh, but first, let's talk about our sponsors. Meditation goes right in, hand in hand with yoga, and Aaron, who runs Harlequin Pepper Yoga in downtown Hollidaysburg, has so much knowledge. He's been on this podcast, check that out, and she's just so into what she does that you know you're going to get the best experience and yoga is excellent for your body especially when somebody who knows what they're doing is teaching it to you that's what you get at harlequin pepper yoga facebook and instagram harlequin pepper yoga on the app store google play 320 allegheny street in holidaysburg at the comics vault shout out to neil and the crew the comics vault altoona on facebook and instagram if you love comic books get there on may 5th it's free comic book day free comic books Spider-Man's going to be in the house. My son and I are going there to get some Hulk comics. And shout out to the Clay Cup. That's 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Delicious coffee, delicious tea, delicious food, and delicious friendships. It's all at the Clay Cup. That's not their tagline, but I feel like I might use it from now on. How about we start the show? This is Rob Z Radio. It most certainly is. Hello. Hello, Zebras. Welcome to the podcast. This episode uh, is one that I've, I should have been doing for a while now. I should be doing these podcasts on a regular basis because part of this podcast, uh, the point of it is to document my life and the things that I'm involved in. And uh, one of the things that I, I have talked about on the podcast before, but I really don't talk about that much anymore is meditation like uh, it's one of the major parts of my life really I, over the past soon to be three years I'm coming up on three years I think I started in June of 2015 and the three years that have passed have been amazing for my head for my life I've seen 
my life grow in so many ways. And, I, you know, you can't attribute just one thing to making your life better or changing your life. Uh, but there is certain there are certain things that are catalysts to your life changing. And and I'll get into what I'm really going to feature on this episode about meditation. But I just the, the point that the place that I've received, that I've, I've achieved too over the past three years is really understanding that everything, all the thoughts that blow through my mind on a constant basis and the ones that I grab a hold of on a more likely than not basis are not necessarily the thoughts that I need to have. It's not even an idea of like I'm having bad thoughts. I don't need to have any thoughts. (laughs) That might sound weird like I'm brain dead or something. That's not what I mean. What I mean is I don't need to have any of them. I can touch them. I can see them come into my mind. I can be like, oh, yes. This is anger. I'm I'm angry right now. Why am I angry? That's not really important. Because you can let go of that and just be with the idea that, oh, that feeling I got was anger, but I can engage in this conversation or whatever the situation might be. And by dismissing the thought, and it's not, it's actually acknowledging the thought, but then dismissing it, being like, all right, I acknowledge what you are. You can be on your way now. And we're just not as Americans, I guess, other cultures do meditate more, but I think we're all kind of on the same page. Uh, meditation is something that we feel like we all should do. Some people maybe don't feel that way, <laughs> but I've always felt like that. I always thought, man, I should be like letting my brain chill out. But then for some reason, I'd never let my brain chill out because the ego's in there just always wanting to go, 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 and always wanting to do its thing. And if you don't meditate, then you probably don't what I'm talking about right now might what might sound well, might sound like some woo woo garbage. You might be like, "This is stupid. Like, why am I even listening to this?" But trust me, it's all it's all 100% real. I've spent hundreds of hours. It had to have been hundreds of hours of the past three years meditating, at least a hundred, I should say. And I've noticed big changes in my life, and I can attribute it to meditating because. I subconsciously now am letting things go more than I used to. It's not that I am fully aware sometimes that I'm better than I used to be. Because, of course, we all have moments where we're like, oh, crap. I thought I was moving forward and I just moved 10 feet back or 10 miles back, you know. And that's the kind of stuff when it comes to marriage with my wife. Like We love each other dearly and we're best friends. But we have triggers when we have to work through those things. And it's still not where I wanted to be. And it's... You know, it, it's maybe more my fault than her fault, but it. whenever the triggers are set off, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. We're going to get into some some kind of battle, and uh, meditation has luckily helped me step in there and notice, wow, there's, a, you know, an obvious issue here with me that I immediately grab a hold of an emotion, and I cling to it. And I don't let it go because I can't, because it will defeat everything that I am as a person. <laughs> you know, when somebody's so like tied to a political party that it's like a part of their personality, you're personally insulting them, right? And that's when you really have grabbed a hold of a thought and you're just riding it out. And you shouldn't do that to any thoughts. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with having pure thoughts and being a good person, but it seems like if, you, if you've ever seen anybody who meditated, they're not killing people. They're, <laughs> they're not angry at people. You know, they've, they've learned to 
take things as they are and not hold on to them. And I, I think that what happens is whenever you are to a point in meditation, I can't wait to be there. I, I'm very excited. But you naturally, whenever you let thoughts go over and over again, whether it's happiness or sadness or you know, excited, or maybe you're terrified, or maybe you're queasy, or <laughs> I don't know, whatever feeling it might be, uh, but whenever you let them hit you and you, they bounce off of you like Superman, you become what they would call enlightened, that, that's a, the technical term for it, but you just then are naturally calm and happy, because what could you possibly be mad about? Nothing can affect you Nothing can impact you, and you can't impact anybody with your words either because you don't even have the desire to because you understand everybody's, you know, if somebody's giving you some energy, some bad energy, there's not much you can do besides kindness to change their bad energy into good energy or to just escape yourself from the situation which is what I you'd want to do right unless you're trying to fix somebody if you're around somebody you just don't like to be around how do you block their their shit and focus on your own and I, I that's what meditation does before I continue this rant I want to play this this is I, I do the headspace meditation app I've been doing it for three years plus my own meditation and I read a couple of uh, books so this is Andy Pudicombe. He's the guy who created Headspace. He's also the voice on Headspace, if you if you listen to it. And this was just one of my favorite things from Headspace. This was, uh, it was powerful whenever I heard it. It was just a daily lesson that he puts on there, a daily message along with the meditation. I'm not going to play the meditation part where there's no sound. I'll just play his introduction, which he always does at the beginning, and uh, see how this has impacted me. And hopefully you're getting something out of this if you don't meditate that I'm convincing you to try it. So check this out. We might think that we need to resist will or overcome ego in our search for peace of mind. And yet it is will. It is ego itself, which is having those very thoughts. So this is where it can get a little bit tricky. So if we are experiencing a very busy mind, if we are experiencing an overwhelming emotion, The tendency is to try and do something about it, to try and fix it, to try and get away from it in some way. But the the thought that arises, I don't like this thought, is no different from the thought itself. So we can't beat ego with ego. We can't beat one thought with another thought. Thinking is thinking. The only way... To step out of that cycle is to transcend thought altogether. Hopefully you got something out of that. Hopefully that some of that stuck. Um, because I, when I first listened to that, that was... And he puts out thousands of hours of audio of meditation information and his advice on this app. And that was the one, one of the ones that hit me the hardest that I had to go back and I had to record it. You know, it, it's just, it's crazy to think that we fight thought with thought. Like... Instead of just letting it go, which is such a foreign idea to us as humans in general, I guess. I feel like as a, for our culture, for me, it sure was. For me, whenever I started doing this, when I started meditating, it was like impossible to let thoughts go. 
and you just be hung up on one. If you've ever tried to meditate and you've, you've kind of failed, which you never fail if you keep trying. You're going to get better at it if you do it. That's the cool thing. You get better at it. You get to see your mind. But whenever you first do it, there's so many thoughts happening and you're so hung up on one of them or many of them that it's shocking. You'll get lost before you notice that you're not focusing on your breath like five, six, seven minutes have gone by and you're just lost in thought. I used to have this weird thing when I meditated when I first started that somebody was going to come up behind me and start choking me. Like what kind of weird fear is that? I could sit in my house for an entire 24 hours and that would never happen. I could sit in my house for years and maybe finally somebody dragged me up by my throat and choke me. But when I have my eyes closed and I'm meditating, I think that stuff. And I it used to freak me out. And I'd like, isn't that crazy? Like that our minds are just working nonstop. And whatever pattern they've been put on, they're staying on. They're on that pattern and they're riding it out because that's the only go-to they have. The only go-to they have is what you've been, you know, programmed with as a kid up until where you're at now. And a lot of us have a lot of that youth or whatever it is. It's all throughout the parts of your life before you start meditating and noticing it uh, that you, you don't realize that you run to over and over again. And I, I, three years in, I still run to the same things over and over again. It's not saying like you're going to, you're going to get better at that, but you're not going to completely change that. The idea is when you go run there to wherever that is, you just let it go. It's just a thought. It just, boom, poof. So whenever you're thinking about thinking, <laughs> you're thinking, I'm going to rest my brain to sleep, and you're like, all right, brain, let's chill out here. Let's chill. And it's just immediately jumping on a subject. Uh, that is the most annoying thing because it's so hard to fall asleep and it's so hard to stop doing it. And my, like my wife has insomnia. I've been trying to get her to meditate for a while. Uh, but what I've learned from meditation for anybody who has insomnia, I would highly recommend it because I feel like what happens, cause I, I never had insomnia, but I did have trouble sometimes falling asleep at the end of the night. And because when you lay down at the end of the night and you lay in bed you recap the entire day. Your brain does like a like a Rolodex. And depending on what your situation is that night, maybe you had too much caffeine or maybe you're overtired or you're, you've been staring at your phone so your eyes are overstimulated and your brain's overstimulated, uh, you can't fall asleep. So what I've learned that meditation does is if I meditate in the morning, usually if I meditate in the evening, and I usually do meditate in the evening, maybe like a couple minutes in the morning, but then... 15, 20 minutes in the evening, I have already let my brain get rid of all the stuff it's going to get rid of whenever I lay down for bed. Does that make sense? You're kind of blowing through all of that, which is really good. The fact that if you can get all of that junk out <laughs> before you lay down to go to sleep, you're going to fall asleep so much easier. So it's like a brain dump. That's kind of what, it, what meditation is in a sense is, you know, think of the fact that even when you relax... Like if you somebody says, oh, I'm just relaxing, guaranteed they're probably watching TV, maybe listening to music, maybe reading a book, but most likely they're not sitting there with their eyes closed, relaxing their entire body. And just think about that. Like we let our whole body relax. Why are we so rude to our brain? We're just rude. Like, no, I'm not going to let you relax. I want to stare at this thing. <laughs> I need to look at stuff. 
let you relax. You're a dick thinking that I need to let you calm down, brain. <sighs> Not listening to you anymore. And that's what a lot of people do, and that's what I did for the longest time. But your brain rewards you when you let it chill out. And I know it's hard to let it chill out because your ego is what it's called, uh, but your subconscious mind also are just things that are just running on a loop and they're just always there and they're always doing something. <laughs> so you better be ready for them because they're always working hard at thinking about stuff. And the more you can help them chill out and not think about stuff, the more they'll work even better. I think of it like a vehicle or anything in life. Like if you overuse something, it's not going to work as well as it's supposed to. You can relate it to anything. It's like universal, the universe. If something gets overused, a joke gets overused, burned out. People don't find it fun anymore, funny anymore. Uh, you know, uh, a product gets overused, it's going to break. It's a, cli a, a saying gets used over and over again, it becomes cliche. Like, but for some reason, our cars, you overuse them, you don't treat them well, and they're going to break down. So is your body. So is your brain. Why would your brain be any different? So we don't let it chill. And we have no chill. Our brain has no chill, but it wants it. It's just we don't know that it wants it because we, because our ego, which is also our brain, tells us that we don't want to stop. Or uh, Hopefully, if you're a novice or you've never meditated, uh, hopefully this, some of this makes sense. My idea with this is, to, you know, you might listen to this episode and understand what I'm saying and understand that this would impact your life in a very beneficial way. And I'm going to encourage my son to meditate. You know, he's only three. We watch like kids meditation videos and he, uh, he kind of digs it. I think he kind of gets it. He likes Bob Marley. I feel like that's a, he's moving closer to meditation. If he, we were listening, we were singing, uh, stir it up tonight or steer it up. I always thought he was saying Mysterio. He's saying steer it up for years. I thought he was saying Mysterio. So, you know, I think you can you can start it at any age, and the sooner you start it, the better. Like, it, it's just going to benefit your life. I can't express to you. It's very strange because I notice a difference even though I don't notice a difference. It's one of those things that you do it over time, meditation, and... You know, six months, a year, you definitely notice a couple changes, but you don't really see much. Uh, and then maybe like year one to year two, 18 months like is like the tipping point where it really starts to get good. And you just notice that you're better at life without even trying to notice or without even trying you just a situation will go well that usually didn't go well before and you're like wow that went better than it usually does or you'll think like wow i don't have like stress headaches as much as i used to i don't have shoulder pain as much as i used to i'm noticing a difference like in the way i react to people and the way i hear people and i can actually like concentrate one of the things i've noticed is i can like concentrate on people talking I used to not be able to. I, people would talk, and um, I'd have my own thoughts. While I think this is a lot of people, but you have your own thoughts while that person is talking, and that can really throw you off. And then you don't even necessarily hear what they say half the time. It's helped with my podcast, obviously, because I can stay concentrated on a person longer. I can stay concentrated on a conversation longer on my own 
ramp, rant. Did I call it a ramp? A rant and a ramble, I think is what I was going for. Um, but, you know, there's there's so many benefits to it, yet we just don't do it. So um, I'm going to end the rant there. I think that's good. Meditation is incredibly beneficial and incredibly helpful and will change your life. So I highly encourage you to do it. And I, I hope that that's something that sticks with you. That would make me very happy that, that I maybe helped you out. So if this has influenced you in any way, shape, or form, you can send me $50. Here's my address. <laughs> no, just send me a message on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, Rob Z Radio, Twitter and Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. My website is robzradio.com. Shout out to the sponsors. Something else that goes very well with uh, meditation is jiu-jitsu. It's its own form of meditation in its own right, and that's where I take Brazilian jiu-jitsu at Sports Evolution. SportsEvolution.net, 2900 Plank Road in Altoona, on Facebook and Instagram, leading athletes. Alan Koble is the teacher. Uh, he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. He's an amazing trainer, and he's got so much knowledge. So if you're interested in getting into Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, getting your kids into youth martial arts or into CrossFit, check out Alan. Check out Sports Evolution. The Comics Vault. I think we already hit the Comics Vault, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Trade Secrets, 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. Facebook is Secrets and Trade. Instagram is trade secrets underscore skincare. It's important to see the social media because they make all in-house products. Everything is researched and developed in-house. Sugar scrubs, bath bars, all natural deodorants, bath bombs. And it's really cool to see the labels. So, like, you know the description, the ingredients that are involved are all natural for your body and super good for you. Trade secrets is awesome. Steph and uh, her husband, Andy. And Juice, 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram, J-O-O-S, cold-pressed juice and smoothies, hot soups, raw vegan baked goods, uh, bone broth, stuff that's good for your body to make you yummy. Bye. That's brutal.